All right, guys. Uh, first off, I want to start by saying um, please forgive me for this episode because lots of reasons. Um, so one, uh, so my mom and my aunt and like those other like parental figures in my life probably don't want to listen to this this episode. Pro- probably just skip. Um, I guess that would also be reasons of why you would probably inherently want to stay and listen to it. But um, yeah, uh, also guys, forgive me because I am not feeling well. I'm I'm actually feeling very frustrated and, and angry and those kinds of things. So I in this one episode, I'm not going to restrict my language. Uh, so forgive me for that. Um, also, this episode is likely not for children. <laughs> not likely. It is not for children. So if you have your kids nearby... Um, or if you're a child yourself, do not listen to this video with that, or this, do not listen to this podcast with that child there um, or nearby because just, no, don't, <laughs> don't do it. I've been told that, you know, like um, people, you know, listen to my podcast, which is fine, like when their kids are there, which, you know, that's, that's good. Um, but this isn't that one. Um, Forgive me because I just walked in the house and I need I needed to record this episode. So I did not do any of my regular prep that I normally do to prepare for an episode. So if my voice sounds very dry or cracky, I didn't drink any water, any tea water or honey or anything like that to get my voice ready. I didn't want my voice up at all. Um, yeah, I, I <clears throat> yeah. So forgive me also because I know in the last uh, audio episode, I told you guys that I would not that I, no, excuse me, that I've replaced last week's episode um, with a different s- schedule or planned one and that I will be scheduled or I will be recording the scheduled episode next, which this is not that episode. So forgive me for that. Um, and forgive me because I also said in the last episode that I would not record until I felt better. And um, I did feel better for about a day or two. Um, and then it, I don't know. Well, I do know. I, that's what we're going to talk about today. So forgive me because I guess I did not, I did not hold up my end of the bargain. I, it's not my goal or my intention to have like specifically two back to back, um, you know, very rough conversations to have with you guys. Um, but you know, it, the, the whole goal and point of my podcast, my podcast, podcast, <laughs> my podcast is to is to show you real life of, of uh, like what just like real issues and real illness and, and all that stuff looks like. And so you're going to get it completely, completely raw. So um, I guess don't you don't necessarily need to forgive me for that, but or I guess any of the rest of this stuff because I guess technically all of these things and all the reasons why I ask for your forgiveness is is reality and truth, you know. So if my voice is is pretty monotone uh, for the moment or whatever, and I guess then forgive me for that as well because you know I like to try and have it an engaging voice um, for the podcast for you guys. Somebody wants to listen to a freaking depressed deep voice i don't even know if my voice is deep but so i'm sorry about that um i'm just trying to get all this out of the way now uh, i'm sorry if you guys are listening with headphones in because i'm i based on last week's episode i'm positive that 
I'll probably end up screaming into this microphone and I'll do my best to edit and, you know, keep like the loudness normalized and all that kind of stuff. But I'm just going to apologize in advance for that. So if you guys need to adjust, you know, your audio settings and your headphones or in your car or wherever you listen to me, I would definitely. Um, I mean, I guess for the most part, you guys can tell when I'm getting more and more frustrated or whatever in my voice. And so you can hear my voice raising. But um, yeah, so I'm just I want to get all that out of the way with. Uh, so if you're still here through all that, <laughs> you ain't got kids around, you're not my mom or my aunt or any of my other motherly type figures um, and you're left here. Hi, my name is Charming. I have this podcast. Look, <laughs> I'm not even finna go through all that because I am so frustrated, okay? And I don't have notes. Obviously, I just walked in the house and I will retrace my steps. All right, guys. So this is like episode seven. And I'm, I guess we're, we're nearing the end of the season. And that is good and that's bad for me because one, it is... It is good because I'm exhausted, okay? Um, I, I've said it before. I've said it many times. I'm obviously not exhausted from, like, you guys. But, you know, it's a lot of process, a lot of talking. It's a lot of editing. It's a lot of all production. It's a lot of thinking. I, I try and give all of my creative juices that I, that I have and that I could possibly, like, conjure up. And I save it all for the community, right? And so that means that if something needs to take my creative thoughts that is not the podcast, I don't give it time at all. I don't give it time, I don't give it thoughts, all those things, right? So that's good. Um, I that That's really good because that means I can bring you guys good things, good content and, you know, good uh, support and all these kinds of different things. Um, so it, with understanding that, it's the same thing when it comes to me and my brain processing things because I process these things you know, that I'm dealing with or I'm struggling with. Um, so that way, you know, whenever it is time for me or whenever I feel like I need to go ahead and record, I can kind of at least talk on what specifically my brain is thinking about. And so in order for me to talk about what it is that I need to talk about with you guys, like me being creative with and for you guys, I need to think about these things ahead of time and not that I need to ruminate on it, which just means like think about it all the time, nonstop to an unhealthy amount. Like not that I need to do that. It's just I need to save all my brain thinking powder pow, power for thinking about, you know, the things I want to talk about, whether it's positive or negative. Um, so that means I don't give much thought to anything else in the day. You know, like that's why I mindlessly play Call of Duty. Because if I'm if I'm if my brain is not like very, very much toned in on thinking about, you know, the community and the podcast and what I'm dealing with, the things I have dealt with that I've gotten over or things I understand or perspectives that I want to share or all these other good and bad things. If my brain is not actively engaged in that, then I, it needs to be actively engaged in mindlessness, you know, so that way. I don't sit there and ruminate on all these things, you know, so that way I don't have as many nightmares um, it's because all the things, all this stuff is just in my head. You know what I'm saying? So just like I need to save my creative juices, I need to save my my mental juices for, you know, you guys and for the community. And um, it's stressful. It is <laughs> like 
it is stressful um, because I don't sleep and I, I, I want to give everything to you guys because I want you guys to have the best representation of what, you know, these kinds of things are um, that people are struggling with. And so that way you guys have an understanding if you are not struggling with it, with these kinds of things, or if you're struggling with these kinds of things, but in a different way, you can kind of see how the others, all these different things, right? I want to present the best picture of charming and the things that he's dealing with and what he's going through and all this stuff. And um, it gets exhausting, right? And so I got, I've explained exhaustion before, like mental and physical and emotional exhaustion, all that kinds of stuff before. Um, so if you missed that episode, I think that might've been like the, we definitely talked about it last season, but I can't remember which episode of this season because we're at like <laughs> 14 episodes into the season at this point. Um, so, so yeah, but so exhausted. Right. And that's just, and that's just like I talked about in the last audio episode, like I'm, I, I'm on this, I'm on this boat, right. On the, on the ocean, this ocean that's trembling with all these icebergs in it. Right. And I talked about that in the last audio episode and, you know, the community is on a completely different boat. Like, yes, you know, it's stressful, but there's a such thing as good stress and that, and the, the stress that I receive and that I put on myself for the community is good stress. It, and it also betters me in a lot of different ways. And it, it definitely helps me, you know, progress with my goals. And, and it helps me to, you know, think more about the kinds of things that I want and the, the person I want to be. So it's good stress for sure. And there's, it's good exhaustion. You know, it's like you go to the gym, you get a very great workout in and you're exhausted afterwards. That's what it's like. You know, it's not for the community. It's not a negative thing at all. The only thing that sucks about it, just like I said, the nightmares and I don't sleep <laughs> because I I have nightmares about things I've experienced over and over and over or things that my brain just randomly makes up, you know, just because of all the trauma that I'm processing in my brain all the time. Right. So that part sucks. But I mean, that's just like the soreness from working out like it is going to happen for me regardless. Like eventually I'm going to be sore. Sometimes it might be delayed. Sometimes it might be, you know, within a few hours that I start to feel that that soreness. But it's gonna it's gonna happen. So, you know, I whatever I can do to mitigate it, I'll mitigate it. It's like, for instance, I'll go I'll when I know that my body is, is going to be sore, I'll go to the gym again beforehand so I can delay it again. And so then I you I end up and this is how I ended up, you know, being addicted to the gym last year. Uh, one of the one of the ways, obviously, because my body dysmorphia definitely kept me in there. But um, it's one of the ways because I was like, I don't, I know my body's gonna be sore, and I don't really want it to be sore, so I would go again the same day, hopefully hoping that it pushes it off, and then I go again the next day, and then again that same second day, and I would I was starting to go three four times a day, and it was awesome, but I was breaking myself, you know. And I wasn't taking breaks. And so that's the same thing I, I realized that I do now, you know, like I don't want to have nightmares. So how do I avoid it? Don't sleep. <laughs> as simple as that. Eventually I'll crash. And when I crash, well, at least I got sleep. If I had a nightmare, well, at least I got sleep. Right. So that's how that that's how that goes. So, like I said, it's good stress. It's good exhaustion. It's very much needed. It's definitely like a working out kind of thing. And so that's good. Um, I'm OK with that. But that exhaustion is 
there, but it's not my issue. You know, like I'm exhausted, period, with with life. Like I'm just, I'm, when I tell you like I'm so tired, <laughs> when I tell you I am so tired and I want to be so freaking done, like, uh, I don't, it's, and, and I'm not suicidal. And I, I need to, I, I want to make sure that I say that I'm not having suicidal thoughts. Um, and I am not, I'm not having suicidal thoughts and I don't want to have suicidal thoughts and I don't want to die. So I want to make sure I say those three things. Okay. Um, so it's, it's not, a, that's not the case when I say I'm, I'm done and I'm exhausted and I'm tired. But the next thing, um, because I also need to suicide and self-harm can work, can work with it like. Uh, dependent of each other, but they can also work very independent of each other. I'll say that I do not want to self-harm. I do not... I do not want to self-harm. I'll just say that. Um, do I? Yes. In many different ways. I mean, not many different ways right now, but in different ways and just, you know, like the traditional, you know, stereotypical, like cutting yourself like that I also have done before or purging like I also do. Um, well, I guess that's one of the ways that I do feel like self-harming. I do feel like self-harming, but in not an intentional way. How do I explain it? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Well, look, just take that word for because I'm, I'm sure I'm going to explain it. So I'm just done. I am done trying. It just feels like and we talked about this last episode, last audio episode. Mickey, stop, boy. We talked about this last episode with the icebergs. I know they're there. I know that they're coming up. There's the one big iceberg or, or whatever, the one that's going to completely derail me and break my boat or whatever, crack it and sink my boat. Like, that's coming up. And I, I know that. I know it. I am just so damn tired of like just trying to just make it through, trying to get just a little bit better. Like I've gotten to the point where I understand that I, it can be okay with just being not okay. Like I am okay with that. Like I have come to terms with that. I've accepted it. I've indoctrinated it into my head that I am okay with being not okay. Like it is okay. What's frustrating is when I feel like, you know what? I think I'm at a point where I can try and step back out of my comfort zone for just a little bit to take care of me or to do something that benefits me or something, right? And that's like how I told you guys in the last audio episode or yeah, in the last one about um, me going to the going to karaoke and getting assaulted, right? Like it, I go out there and, I, and I've been doing much better at, you know, consistently going to karaoke finally and being social with people and actually talking to the people there. And that's good. And it made me feel even better every time I would go that I would have a successful night at karaoke and something bad doesn't happen. Like it would it would make me feel like just a little bit better. It just it puts like a dollar in my piggy bank. Like then it's like that that situation happens and it's just like. That entire piggy bank of dollars that I've been putting in that make me feel good is just completely shattered and it's gone. Like, like none of that money was ever there. Like none of that stuff that I built up that made me feel good was there anymore. And it is exhausting because like 
Now, like, what do I have now? Like, it's like, it's all gone. Not like just a few dollars are taken out. It's all gone. Like, it's never existed. And it's so frustrating because eventually I'm going to need to build that back up so I can have the confidence to go out. And so if I, if I never built that piggy bank back up and have that confidence to go out, then what am I going to do? You know, like, I feel like, I feel like for me to, to, to want to be somebody that, that is understanding of how growth and progression goes, right? So I am trying to get the, to, to understand the fact that growth and progression is not one straight linear line diagonally up, right? I understand it's like the sound waves when I talk up and down, up and down, all these different, like, I get that. I completely get it. But at some point I have, like, there has to be a fucking bar that I just like go get up to for once, maybe just go like a, a, an inch above it. Like there has to be somewhere where I make some kind of like leeway and do better and say, fuck, good job, Charming. Like you're, you did that good fucking job. But it, it, it's like, it does not happen. It, 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 I mean, like, it, it's like sometimes, like I said, like there was, I think like a month straight, every Tuesday I went to karaoke. That's four karaoke's. And then Emily was here and then we went to karaoke twice on, or once on a Friday and once on a Saturday. And like, I was social. Like I talked to people and it was good. And then a situation breaks me down. Anyway, today's episode is not about that specific situation. I just want to give a background on that so you guys understand Today, today, no, the last, the last two weeks since that situation happened and I've been locking myself in the house and isolating and not going anywhere, literally not like the only places I have gone are the places I absolutely 100% have to. That's like my medical appointments, my like, uh, my group stuff, my, my, um, my like psychiatrist and my psychologist, like those things I have to go to. I have to go and check in at work. Sometimes like I, I need to show my face so they really know I'm alive because I can just text them. But that's not enough. Like I have to. But even that is so much for me to do. But, you know, I still I, I, I do it and I have to even if I go and I get triggered and I hate myself for it and I hate everything else about it. And I feel completely just low and like I have made no progress over the last like four years, like none. It fit like besides all of that stuff. Besides the stuff I absolutely 100% have to go to and do, I have stayed in the house, not gone anywhere, not socialized with people, not done anything. And for once, for once today, this morning at like eight o'clock when I, I was I was playing Call of Duty and I ended up playing with one of, the old, with one of my old Call of Duty friends from like from earlier this year or whatever. I hadn't played with him in a while. So we were just talking and it was cool. And then I was like, you know what? It's eight o'clock. I should go get some breakfast. My mom got gave me a gift card. I should just go get some breakfast on her and enjoy my day and enjoy my, my morning, my Sunday morning. Like I should do that because you know what? It, it's been two weeks since I've gone and done anything for myself. And I think I can do that. Financially, I'm in a bind and I'm really trying to get myself, you know, together and situated. And so it's awesome to mom gave me a gift card because I don't have to spend my money and it'll be better for me to move and all these kinds of like, it, this is a great idea for me to do. This would be good. I'm just going to go by myself 
to my favorite restaurant. There's nothing but old people there. So there's not like, I mean, yes, I, I never expect social or sexual assault or sexual harassment or any of that kind of stuff ever, but definitely not from fucking old people. And, but so I'm like, that's where normally they go, especially on a Sunday morning at eight, nine, 10 o'clock. Like that's all that's there. So I'll be good. And I'm like, you know what, before I go, let me make sure I take care of my, you know, my, my business. So that way I'm not like horned up or triggered. So I go ahead and I masturbate, no porn, but it was easy enough because I, I, I earlier, like a few hours before that, I, w- I was watching WandaVision and I can't even think of his name in it, but Wanda's husband, uh, Vision, I can't think of the dude's real name. I'm in love with that man. I think he's gorgeous. Whatever. I don't care what you have to say about it, but whatever. So anyway, I was watching it and it, I, I was, I just felt like I needed to masturbate. And, and so I did that and I was like, good. Well, I got that out of the way with it. So just in case I go out, because I know how things have been in like the last five, six months that I've been trying to work on it. I know how it's been. So I'm just going to. This is a good time. Granted, I the last fucking 48 hours, I've masturbated five times. Five times. From all these different triggers or and all this this stuff. I mean, and I've just been in the house. I've just been in the house. Not even going anywhere. Like, you know, I, I want to be proud of myself because a few days ago, I I, I realized, yo, it's been a while since I watched porn. I've been doing a good job, like, you know, and obviously, like we talked about, you know, I don't necessarily use porn to masturbate. I mean, I I have, but I don't need to use porn to masturbate because the masturbation is just or the porn is just was just an excuse for me to masturbate. The porn is there for me and me feeling lonely or when I feel lonely, I go to them and I watch, you know, the people I know, you know, from actually meeting them and supporting them and friends and sense of belonging. We talked about all that stuff. If you missed that, just go back a few episodes, a few other episodes. We talked about that, but so I don't need the point. And so, you know, a few days ago, I was like, you know what? Financially, I are mentally, I think I'm ready to do this. So I'm going to slow down and calm down. So as I was saying, mentally, the one, one, it's been my goal for about the last month and a half of looking at my finances and seeing how much money I have been spending on porn. And it's been a lot more than I am than I want to and that I and it's very unnecessary. And that money I could be saving for all different types of things and putting towards all different types of things. So it's been my goal. And I've even talked to my financial therapist who you guys are gonna meet in the um uh during the season. Um and you know she's like this is something that once you feel like you are ready to you know start canceling you know, I would recommend you, you know, start looking at those options and stuff. But obviously, you know, not just doing it just for financial reasons, because I, I need to be mentally ready and mentally prepared to, you know, not have this out source or this source or out whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And so I'm talking to my psychologist about it and all these different things. And so we're doing them. And you know, we talked about that a while ago. And finally, I got to a point where I was like, I have not needed to watch porn. I have not been watching it. And it's I, I'm OK with that. And I, I've been I've been happy about that. You know, I've been good and happy about that. And guys, I know I, I know this season, I think I probably talked about sex a lot more than I think I even want to. I think that I am embarrassed about 
But at this point, I really have no kind of like humility or, or whatever the word is, because you guys know every single thing about me at this point, basically. But it so it, it's like, it's the one thing I just don't understand. Like I can I can get a I can get a, a hold of like my eating disorder. Like, you know, I can get a hold of that and manage it kind of in some way. Like I have some good resources. And I have some people to really help me with that. And I have good things set in place, right? I can get a hold of my body dysmorphia. It sucks when I have to like deal with weight and numbers and like go and weigh in in the Marine Corps. It, it just causes me the worst anxiety in the world. Like the way I feel about my body, it's, it's, it's always bad, but I've gotten to a point where I'm just like, my body is just human and it's malleable. And so it's going to be whatever fucking shape it wants to be. And yes, I hate it. And yes, I hate the way it looks. It doesn't look the way I've always wanted my body to look and the way my body used to look. But at this point, like I have other bigger things on my head than to worry about the way my body looks and my flaps. You know, like I I can kind of just, you know, manage that one a little bit. I can manage the purging and not puking just when I feel bad, you know, and I've I've have good things to do and, and good things set in place so that way I'm not puking and purging. I mean, mostly of most of it is medications to stop me from to stop me from you know puking up and feeling you know nauseous and all these kind of things. So I have a good handle on that. I have a pretty decent handle on my depression and my anxiety um, and my borderline personality. I understand those things, and I think that's the biggest thing is just understanding those three. And because then I can be just more aware and, and mindful, you know, when I'm depressed, I the, the one thing I can do is just stay away from everybody and, you know, just shut myself in when I'm when I get anxious. I, I, I have really good, you know, separation um, techniques like to help pull me away from like all these different things, all these things that are that are wrong with me or that I'm struggling with, I guess I should say, like I have a good handle on like enough to where like it doesn't just fuck me up every time it, it comes, you know, but this sex thing, I just don't, I, it's like, I know I haven't processed a lot of my sexual trauma. I know I haven't, but I, and I want to ask this question. It's probably rhetorical, but like, does that really make it this? Is that, is me not processing that shit? Like making this stuff that much harder like that much harder, like it, or or even so much harder that I can't understand why, like why, like my triggers like develop from one thing to another thing, all these different things. So I am, I really wish that this season I did not put a lot of emphasis on sex, but that's because if I didn't put that much emphasis on sex, I'd be in a much better place with it, you know. Like, and it's not even about the sex because. The, the, even at the start of the season, I was not doing well. You know, the very first episode I got, I told you guys about how I, I had my birthday trip and I did very bad things and I relapsed very hard when I was in Florida and it made me end up overdosing, right? I told you guys about that. Since then, I have been doing a, fun, a fantastic job of just refraining from unhealthy sex. Yes, obviously I've, I've had sex, but the goal is not to completely be celibate. The goal for me is to get to a point where I can have healthy sex or at least not have unhealthy sex, you know? And so that's that right there, like I kind of have a good grasp on right now. But the masturbation, I and, it, and, it, and the only reason why it is so like taxing on me and so bad, because masturbation isn't bad, right? 
Obviously, it's not bad. It's not a bad thing. But for me, because I overindulge and I become addicted and all these other things that I attach it to, like earlier last year, I was masturbating so much and so often and so rough and so all these different things. I was, it wasn't even rough. It wasn't even rough. It, I was peeling skin off. Like I was peeling skin off of my penis. My penis was getting discolored. I was, I talked about it in therapy and that was the first time I, I talked about it openly about my sex, anything with anybody. And that's whenever they told me that I need to go and, and, you know, see a sex therapist or start sex uh, addicts anonymous or something to get help because like I, I've done that before. There was a point in my life where I was having I was masturbating like eleven or twelve times a day, and I had them scheduled out. You know, like that was years ago, back when what that was like twenty seventeen, and I mean I didn't think anything of it, but it was definitely ruining my days because I didn't get sleep. I was doing the I was doing the crap at work, <laughs> like very unhealthy. Like these things, like I think I told you guys last season. We, me and Tati talked about it about what addictions are. It's what 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 did I say in therapy? I can't remember, but it's doing something regard with with like understanding the the catastrophic consequences and just continuously doing them. Like the things that I was doing at that point in time were horrible. The things now, like even back last year was horrible because I would miss work because I was masturbating. I would be late to therapy because I was masturbating. I would masturbate on break. Like, and it's getting to that point again, five times in the last 48 hours, like my penis hurts. Like it, 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 is, it is hurting. I should not do it anymore. You know, that's what's unhealthy. That's what's like, if I, if it were, if I could just do it healthily, it would be so much better. But it, the, the triggers are so, so pulling. It's like, so just, it just pulls me and I'm not even horny. I, I'm not even like riled up or, or anything. It's just something triggers me. And it's like, there's this calling that I need to do it that, and there's nothing even coming out. It's just, it just, I just have to do it, you know, and, and get to the, the, to the finish. And I don't know why I don't, I used to think, you know, like, so last year when I, when I started talking about therapy and when I was there, I thought that it was, I, I, what we came to term, well, okay. How do I say this? Let me start that back over. When I was in therapy last year, uh, and we were talking about it and trying to figure it out. And I started Sex Addicts Anonymous, all these different resources. And I got my new therapist and I started working on all these different things. I came to the conclusion that I think a huge reason for why I masturbate is because I often feel demasculated, emasculated um, because I had so much um, issues with like my erections and my sex and um, especially losing um, my ex-boyfriend um, who very much understood a lot more about my sex life than really anybody else has had ever. You know, I feel like I lost a big, a big connection to like my actual good, healthy sex life, even though it wasn't really the healthiest. But like I, there was just so much going on that I that I was very, feeling very emasculated and like I wasn't worth much as a man and masturbating made me that I think that released 
was what made me feel like, okay, you know, like, okay, I got my, I got my testosterone out. My testosterone is up. It's like, it's like, it's like a test to make sure that like, I'm still a man. That's what it was like. It's like, for instance, um, people who cut and not all of them, but some of them, some people who cut, um, and I've learned this, you know, just from talking with, you know, cutters and therapy and all these kinds of things. People who cut, some people who cut a lot of times they only they're only cutting themselves not trying to kill themselves but they're cutting themselves so they can feel like or so they can test to make sure that they're still a human being like legitimately like you start to lose track of your emotions and your emotions start to get like just swallowed down the drain and a lot of times they're just like fuck well like they they cannot they can't feel things you know like things happen and, and sometimes they just can't feel shit and so they're just like. Like, am I a human being? And they start doing tests and shit on themselves to make sure because they can't feel anything. And so it, eventually, sometimes it comes to, let me just cut. Okay, well, I'm bleeding. Okay, so I'm alive. I feel something. I feel pain. Like, there's blood. Okay. O okay. And so I'm... And that's so that's what it was like for me. Like, okay, I'm still a fucking man, right? Like I can I can get hard, I can masturbate, I can produce sperm and like finish and like whatever the the words are that I'm trying to ejaculate. Like I can do those things. Okay, good. And so it was like that, but multiple times a day, often, so often it was breaking my penis and breaking me, and it was just destroying me, right? So fast forward all the way back to today, because I know I got off. So today I was like, I'm going to go get breakfast, <laughs> but I know I go on these tangents, y'all. Okay. So at least I feel a little bit better. I feel a little bit better. You guys know that I, I always feel better somehow if I'm talking to you guys. Okay. So I was like, I'm like, I'm going to go get breakfast. So I did my little masturbation thing. I went and showered. Um, my mom also got me some Bath and Body Works, um, body wash and lotion and all this stuff. I took a nice bubble. I took a nice um, bath bomb bath. It was nice with the. It was good. I smell good. I'm like I, I smell like my mom. You know I'm gonna go have breakfast on my mom. You know I really you know miss her. I really wish I could see my family. All these different things, right? I'm like okay. So I'm like in the mirror. You know, like listening to some Demi Lovato, you know, that's my, that's, I'm just, I'm getting myself in the zone and I'm feeling really good. You know, like I'm feeling really good about myself, enjoying my little self-care moment and it's good and it's nice. And I was like, you know what, once I get back from breakfast, I'm going to, I'm going to either push off the uh, one episode that I was going to do and talk about self-care and my self-care day and my self-care morning and all these things. And so I was like, I'm going to do that. I even, which I have not done in so long, I even posted a, a completely nude. Now, granted, I you couldn't see below my like my pelvis or whatever, so you couldn't see my penis. But I posted a completely nude video of me on my Snapchat story, which I never do. Like maybe certain people will get it because. Sometimes I do feel like thirst trapping, <laughs> I'll be honest. I, like, so whatever, like, but it's on very limited occasions, right? And most of the time it's like, it's definitely, definitely not like when I feel the biggest, which right now I feel like a fucking hippopotamus, but not when, not, it's definitely not when I do that. But I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to do this. And I, I'm going to tell myself that I'm comfortable doing it. And, you know, I'm sure I'll get feedback because there's a lot of thirsty people on my Snapchat, whatever, cool. But then also a lot of my girlfriends are on Snapchat as well. So I don't, I, they normally don't see me naked or whatever on there. So, so anyway, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be confident today in the way people see my body and the way I put it, put it out there. I'm going to do that, right? And so I was, I've said I got feedback, bro, you know, you're basically naked, but naked on your Snapchat story, right? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, well, nice. Yeah, I know. You know, like trying to feel good and I'm all right. You know, I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling good. It's a good day. It's a good morning. Obviously, you guys know it's going to go bad because I wouldn't be talking to you about this stuff if it didn't. So anyway, so I get all dressed up. I get my little SpongeBob, my little short shorts, my little SpongeBob socks, SpongeBob hat and all this stuff. And oh, I put my lotion on that my mom gave me so I can smell like her when I, I, mean, I it's not technically her, but you know, you know what I'm saying? And so I, I know I'm shouting my mom out a lot at this point, and I really hope that she's not listening. <laughs> if you are mom, I love you. I'm sorry. But I go downtown and I park far away so I can walk and get a little bit of exercise, walk to the um, restaurant, get to the restaurant, got about 15 minute wait. So I go check out this tea and spice store. Very nice cool stuff, smelt good, some good stuff. I go back and I sit down and in front of me is a family, mom and dad and their three sons. And the third, the third son, excuse me, had to be like 10 maybe. But the other two, well, I'm sure one was like a freshman in college, at least. I know he was in, I know he's in college for sure just listening to their conversations. And then the other one has to be like a few years older than him. And let me tell you, these two boys were, I just thought they were hot, right? But I'm, I'm, I see them and I just have, and again, this is like two and a half hours after I just masturbated. I get this incessant urge to masturbate. Just to like straight up jerk off. Like not have sex with them, not like envisioning myself having sex with them. I just have this like this urge, that pull again to just masturbate like right now. Like I needed to like my penis was hurting already, but it started hurting even more at the thought and the I like the feeling. It was just hurting even more as I think it was might have been trying to get hard just to just from the thoughts. But like I it like it bothered me so much because I'm, I'm like, I'm out in public. Like these two dudes don't even know I exist. This is the first time I've been out. And it's, and the first thing that happens is I'm just having this sexual encounter addiction thing in my head. Like, is that all I'm amounted to? You know, it, and it, it, it just feels like, like, fuck, is that, is that all that I'm worth? Just a, a sex like addict like i know i'm really trying to be be exactly what i want to be or at least i'm aspiring to be you know whatever it is i want to be and that is not being a sex addict it's not even i don't even want to call it a recovering sex addict or somebody who's like gotten over it i don't want to do any of that stuff as i was saying i don't want to be or do or call myself any of that stuff however why 
is it like every time I go out or I get around people or I do something social or I watch a movie or I watch a TV show series or anything is sex just the automatic like sensory response. Am I so trained or so addicted or so whatever the other scientifical scientific whatever neurology neurological physical whatever words are that draw me to this addiction like is that all that i'm amounted to like honestly like no like you can say and people can say no you're so much you're worth so much more than that then why is it that every time there is there's any kind of predator sexual predator somehow i become involved how how it like it how how is it that I can't go places without feeling triggered and immediately needing to masturbate to get whatever off that I don't understand that I need to get off? Because it's not at this point, it's not because I feel emasculated. So I don't even, I, that's not even a thought. That's not even a feeling in my head or feeling in my, whatever it is. Like, that's not a thought in my head. That's not even a feeling anymore. Like, I'm okay. Like, I, I am okay. I, I feel like a lot of my masculinity comes from all my tattoos, right? Like, that's, that's what, and my, my beard and my bald head. I know masculinity has nothing to do with your looks on the outside, but you know what? It's a lot better than trying to fucking masturbate to get my mask, to make me feel masculine. Or not masculine, but like, I'm a, a man. Like, I'm just a dude. Like, you know, like, <sighs> so if it's not all that I'm amounted to, why does it seem like, through everything else that I have been working on and making progress on, how is it the only goddamn thing that persists? How? Like, I know it's supposed to be a long road, and I, or it, it might be a long road. I guess it didn't have to be. There's people who recover fast from all types of things or whatever the case may be. But why? Because the thing is, like, it would not be such an issue if one, it did not hurt my body so much to do it. Like, and I'm sitting there looking at these dudes, trying my hardest not to because I know how I feel. And I'm literally texting my friend, telling him these things. That, let me read it to you. I said, when I get home, I also need to record an episode and talk about how triggering going out in public is. It's crazy because I'm terrified of going to like bars and shit because of sexual assault. But when I go somewhere normal, I instantly regret it because I get sexually triggered. Like, how? Like, this two different sexual shits in the same fucking goddamn paragraph about me going out somewhere. And it is not even just reserved to me going out somewhere. That's, like, the other worst part. Because it's, like, at home, it's the same fucking thing, except now it's not people that I see out in public. It's people that I see either in my head, in my memories, on my phone, um, like, from, you know, past pictures or exes. Or or people on TV, movies, or shit like that. Or it, oh my god, there was even this dude that I was playing Call of Duty with, um, like a few months ago, whose voice, just his voice, made me feel like oh my god, maybe it's envy, you know, like maybe I wish to sound like these people or look like these people or have these what these because you like I've talked about it before I think last last season or in one of my blogs or vlogs or something like that. I talked about my envy and my envy is so strong. You guys would not believe it. If you're new to this and you're this, you're coming like my envy is so strong. 
it's so strong that it disguises itself sometimes in other things. So it this that could be what this is, right? Let me continue reading what what I was typing because as I was, it's like a it was like a journal. And one thing I've always wanted to do is remember to journal my fucking feelings and then bring them directly to you guys. So you see the progression, right? So I've and this is like I, like right after me feeling good, right? Like me, I'm texting this stuff to him. Uh, there's two boys, likely college age, but I don't know. They might be younger. Anyway, it's making me want to jerk off. And guess how many times I jerk off in the last 48 hours? Five. Five goddamn times. I was getting I, I was getting better, but I don't know what happened. I think when I went to cancel my porn subscriptions. I think when I went to cancel my porn subscriptions. Where we at? Um, it may have triggered me, which I do I do think because I, I... Obviously, I have to go to the websites to, to cancel. Granted... After that, I did not immediately masturbate. I think it took me a few hours before I ended up masturbating, but um, I don't need to use porn to masturbate anymore. Um, I was like, I don't know, but this is my first time out. I've watched two movies the last few days with Hot Boys in them and a bunch of YouTube videos. Oh, and then I also started watching WandaVision again with my husband in it. I'm just so goddamn helpless to this shit. It's so frustrating. My dick hurts and I'm over here fantasizing about jerking off, not even having sex with these boys. Like, ugh, whatever. He's like, okay, those should be fun. So we were talking about what we were, I was literally, he was talking about the fun stuff was literally the, the, like the text messages before that about me feeling good. And it was like, I walked in and everything changed. Anyway, he goes, are you trying not to jerk off or just limit how often you do it? I said, uh, and I continued typing anyway. I said, there's one sitting right in front of me diagonally. His arms are so nice. Nice legs. He's probably 18 or 19, but the other guy, I'm assuming his, his, his older brother, is on the other side of the table. Their mom, I presume, is in front of me, though, so I can't really see him. He has a nice part of his face, nice eyes, cute hair, compl complexion, uh, masculine hands, probably like 22-ish. It's so bad. I mean, it's frustrating, and it makes me not want to come out the house. Like, how do I get better if I never leave the house, though? Fuck. I'm trying not to be triggered. to, And then I continue with answering his question about, am I trying to not to jerk off a limit? I said, I'm trying not to be triggered to do it. Like, I want to healthily jerk off, but not do it because I feel obliged to. I'm not even like horny. There's something connected to jerking off and boys. I don't know. I don't need porn either for that. But it's just hurting my penis again. Like earlier last year, when it started, when I started shedding skin for my penis, for how for how much I was triggered. Hence, why I call it a method of self-harm. Like earlier in the video when I talked about how I'm not wanting to commit suicide and how I'm not wanting to self-harm. Me, myself, I don't want to self-harm in this manner. But it's just, it's incessantly pulling me. It's like whenever I used to purge. Like, it was like, I have to purge. I, I eat, I need to, I need to get this out of my body. I feel anxious. I need to get this out of my body. I feel sad. I need to get this out of my body. You know, I feel fat. I need to get this out of my body. Like I, there's so many releases that I need to get out of my body. And that's what I did with purging. But it just called me. It was just pulling me to the to the toilet or somewhere to outside to just it was just pulling me. I could sit there in therapy, even even talking, even they even knew what I was there for at that at this point because I had explained to them I had already been impatient. I'm I I could be sitting there and feeling so anxious, and it's just like just go puke. You just you have to do it. Like like you need to do this. Just go outside. Nobody see you go behind your truck into the into the bushes and just just go do it. 
You can do it. Just go do it. You need to. That's the only way. And it's like, it's just pulling me and pulling me and pulling me. And I got in trouble one time because I, I tried to, to tell them that like I went to, I think, Walgreens to grab some meds and I wasn't supposed to leave the premises of, of therapy. But I told them that. The, but in the meantime, I was really just I left somewhere. I left to go off grounds to go puke because I didn't want to get caught because everybody was out there, you know, but. Like, that's what it is. That is what it's like. It's just pulling me. And it's just that. And it's and like, that's why I call it a method of self-harm, because of how it is harming my body and how destructive it is for me, how much I can get in, how the consequences are are dire. Like, I it, it, it is so important for me to just figure this shit out. Right. So he's like he talks about how he hears me. Um, he said, you got me stumped about how I'm not horny. Like you said, they're attractive and I know you don't have the urge or want to have sex with them, but what's the jerking off going to fulfill? Um, I said, I responded with, um, the closest one to me is in college and lifts weights. He even competes and I said, no wonder I'm in love with his body. And then, um, yeah, I said, no wonder why I'm in love with his body. He goes, how did you gather information? And then I answered his question. I was like, I don't know what it fulfills. Like, I used to think it made me feel masculated, but I don't know now. The triggers are different. Before it was be- before it was because I felt inadequate, so boys weren't even the trigger then. Now I don't fucking know. I'm listening to their conversation. Got to make sure I'm not a pedophile. OMG, the other brother is actually really hot. Jeez, maybe it's the bodies. My envy is very tricky. It shows up often in the form of something else. Maybe it's the youth. Maybe it's their family support. I don't hurt. I don't know. Maybe it's the hair. I don't know, but it's not making me feel good about myself. And I just ate this food and now I want to puke it up. Oh, this is why I don't go anywhere. I'm because I'm not trying to feel bad about myself for shit that is non-existent. That shit is like that part right there is what fucking then that like that even bothered me even more because I was having a good morning, taking care of myself and loving myself and feeling confident. And then I go out and all of a sudden everything has changed. And now I want to engage in self-harm behaviors that are dire, that have dire consequences. And, and I'm starting to, and I feel like I want to puke again, which I have not done in months. Like I have, I, that's something I don't want to say I've gotten over, but it's definitely something that I've learned to manage the feeling. But all of a sudden now I've, I sat here, I sat there, I ate, ate all my food like out in public for fucking once. And now I feel like I want to puke because my body's fucking disgusting. I'm fat. And now I'm not, now like my body doesn't resemble what it used to and definitely not theirs. And like, so that's why I'm like, maybe it's the fucking envy that's fucking me up. But that like, like that shit is too strong for me to fucking manage. Like, and, and even so it's just, it's so much, but I'm like, these boys didn't do anything to me. All this shit has happened in the last five minutes and just fucked me up. And now I, like I, I was, I started crying and I went to the bathroom to just cry. And I was sitting there trying my hardest to not look at the toilet, to just puke in the toilet. And I was, there was a mirror right over the toilet. And I, I'm like, I'm facing the literal wall crying in the bathroom because of how fucked up I feel and about myself, how how tired and exhausted I am about with trying and how much I'm tired of trying to come out and just do something a little bit fucking better for me. Just go to have fucking breakfast and have a, have an okay self-care day and then come back and continue to self-isolate. Like it's, 
it, like there, I should not be in a fucking bathroom again crying. I, I've, I've worked with that shit. And again, like I know progression is not straight up. And I know there's going to be downs, but fuck. Like it's the downs that it's like, it's like it makes today for like the fucking worst day of my goddamn life. When I know literal two fucking weeks ago, I felt like that day was the worst day of my goddamn life. When I know literally a month before that fucking, what was it? Thanksgiving was the worst day of my goddamn life. Like why it, I, and I know again, it's probably, it's probably the borderline personalities. I don't fuck, but I, that, it does not matter. Like it's so fucking exhausting. It's like, look, I don't have to fucking go against the grain and try to fight whatever the fuck, or even not fight, just, just try and get, I don't have to try and get better. I don't have to. Like, like, what reason do I need to try and get better? Right? What reason? And then I think, oh yeah, because I'm not gonna always be in the same position I'm in right now, where I don't have to go to work all the time, or where I don't have to be somewhere eight to five, and then somewhere else after that, and then somewhere else to do this and this and this, and things that I can just miss. But hell, within two weeks, I might be in a different state starting school with college boys. So what do I do? What do I do? If, if, I, can't, if I can't even look at boys who may be mezzo-attractive or something, they might have something that I am envious of, like family support. I don't know, like, like a, a good, healthy relationship. And it, it might trigger these things and make me feel absolutely shit about myself. Like, how does that correlate? How does, like, they, they are not doing anything. I, this non-existent shit in my head just fucks me. Just, it just takes me from, from feeling good about myself to just completely destroying myself. Like, how? Why? It, how do I get out of the cycle? Like, I, I, like, I practice makes perfect. So that means I have to pra practically like apply this shit that I'm being taught and that I'm learning and that I'm aware of and that I like I'm getting counseled on. Like I have to practically apply this shit. But how can I practically practically apply this shit when the shit just fucking keeps happening? It makes me feel worse and worse and worse. Like the, like how do I get the chance? When do I get the fucking break? So. I'm trying to calm down. Feel I feel my head getting light. Uh, I feel my, my head getting lightheaded. And my body's shaking. And I just, I know I'm angry at myself. And I'm very frustrated. And I, I should be more tenderly and all that shit with myself. And I know I'll probably curse a lot more than you guys have ever probably heard me curse before. But uh, it's even restricting myself to try and have, you know, Decent language so that way you guys can listen to it can be a lot for me, you know. My stomach hurts and I do feel like I need to puke. It's just not good. I am okay. Like, I'll be okay. Regardless of how I sound, I do feel a lot better than when I stepped into the house to and put set the microphone up to record. I do feel a lot better after talking to you guys. But I just, 
I, I want you guys to have a good understanding of just like how freaking just how this like ah like how whatever this stuff is like it, it's not something to play with and it's not something you can just think oh I've gotten over it you know like it's like people who try and quit smoking cigarettes or whatever like it's not easy <laughs> and it's, it's not. And regardless of even people who have quit smoking and might say it was easy, you guys probably, they probably had, you know, good stuff in place. And even then, they probably have had a strong willpower that was very much tested. It's been, it's been easy to do a lot of different. It's been easy to, like, try not to have sex. It's been easy to not watch porn. But that doesn't mean that everything surrounding it is fucking easy, you know, like. God, I really don't want to, I really don't enjoy bringing you guys these kinds of rants or depressed type videos. But like I said, it, it paints a, a picture for you guys because I know, I know that I am not the only person struggling with these kinds of things. Yeah, maybe not in the same exact context, but I know I'm not the only person struggling with the, I, the just being tired of trying. And it's not even like I'm trying that often. You know, I'm not fighting often. It's like all I'm doing is just taking it as life gives it to me. And then eventually saying, you know what? I've been taking it for a while. I think I, I, think I deserve something, just a little bit more, you know? I, know? I know that there are people out there who understand that, feeling like they have just been getting beat down so much and they've just been taking the ass whooping. And they are just like, you know what? I... Just for a moment, let me just get my head off this, off just accepting the shit. And let me just go do something for me for once and feel good about it. I know there are so many people out there like that feels that. And I know that there are so many people out there who feels the the, the pushback when you do try and do that shit. And it's, it's frustrating. I know there are people out there who understand self-hate and not loving yourself and and doing things like this, like me, and feeling the way I feel. Like, I know when I think back and I read back and I listen back that it just sounds like I straight up just cannot stand myself. <laughs> and that's the case. Yeah, that's the case. But regardless, I like, I, I don't want to talk about myself that way. You know, like, I want to be somebody who who knows his downfalls and accepts them and is tender with them, you know, because I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm not perfect because that's not the case. I mean, I'm not perfect, but I, that's not the, that's not what I'm trying, what I'm trying to portray. I know that there are things about myself that I'm not going to always enjoy the best and that's fine. And that's okay. Like that's okay. There, not everybody loves every single thing about themselves and that's fine. But to the extent that it is life, it could be life destroying for me right now. I'm not suicidal, but I have been this this time last year. I had my plan. I had my plan and I had already been working on it. I was going to starve myself to death. I hadn't told nobody, not even my boyfriend. Didn't even tell him. And I and I told him lots of things, lots of fucking things. So this time last year, I was I was done. I was I was good. I mean, I saw a picture today when I was looking at my, my like memories from you know 2019 on Snapchat or whatever. I I was thin. I think in that picture I might have been like 
130 something pounds. I was, and I was like after not working for like three or four months. So I had time to gain weight, but I didn't. I was just losing weight because I didn't want to eat and I, I didn't want to live. You know, like that was the situation I was going through one year ago. You know, so the whole suicidal ideations and thoughts are not that far. And that's what's scary because it's like, fuck, there are so there's so much shit that I've, you know, progressed from since then. But why does it feel like today is the worst day of my life? One year ago, I was ready to die. And I was good with that. And I was happy with with my decision. And I was going to be fine. I was going to be okay. And the plan I had was going to be all right. You know, like, that was that's not that far away. So it's scary as shit when I get this fucking upset at myself. Because I used to think, fuck me, like, I don't have to, I don't, there's no reason that I need to live with myself and think this way about myself. There's no fucking reason. So I know what I'm going to do. Like I, like the, it, it was the thing that made me feel best. And that's very dangerous. I've talked about it before, how dangerous just thinking about death can be when you're struggling with this shit. Like it is dangerous. And that's what's scary to me because this shit that I, that I fucking I, that I go through and that I put myself through or the way I treat myself or whatever the fucking case may be, if if I'm helpless to it or fucking not, whatever the case, it, can put, it has pushed me to, a, to that point. And I don't want to fucking die. I want to be here. I want to be, I want to be here, you know, like, and I don't want it to get that, get, get there. That shit's just fucking hard, y'all. It is. I'm, again, I, I, I am so sorry for all the vulgar language. Mom, if you ended up did mom and Tasha, if y'all did end up watching listening to this, I am sorry. I am so sorry. For you guys, I but this is this is reality. Is <laughs> it is what it is, unfortunately. I'm sitting here like running my fingers through my head all stressful and I have no literally no hair. I have skin and barely skin on my on my head and I'm bald. Stressfully running my hands through my hair. But I mean, I feel better. <laughs> I feel a little bit better. Oh man, guys, I wanna, I wanted to, um, I wanted to set goals with you guys, not for, not like set a goal with you guys. I want to set a goal for myself, and um, kind of start like implementing some updates into some of the episodes and whatnot, or maybe inform style or. Maybe on my creator page. I'm not sure, but it's something that I want to do. Um, it just, you know, some goal, maybe um, things like go, like I used to set goals like a few years ago when I was in therapy where it was, you know, like twice a month, I'm going to go to a restaurant and eat a meal, a full meal by myself and not get up and leave, not cry during the dinner or during the meal or do any kind of self-harm actions and result of. That I legitimately, I had that goal of my counselor years ago. And I think I need to do that again. And it's something, no, not that I need to to help me get better. It's something I, I gen- genuinely want to do. I feel like I'm getting better at being by myself. This is the longest that I've not been dating, that I've not dated somebody. And it's been, what, like eight, eight nine months? This is the longest that I've 
gone without dating somebody and being in a in a, an actual relationship. This time last year, I was in a happy relationship. This time two years ago, I just started another relationship. What this time a few years before that, I was happily married to my ex wife. Didn't a year before that, I was happily getting divorced, <laughs> but also dating somebody at that point in time. Year before that, I was dating somebody. Well, this is the first new year that I think I've come into where I was not dating somebody. And obviously, by the time you guys are watching this, it's probably like May <laughs> or April because it's listen to this because whatever. But uh, the, the, um, the episode that I wanted to film for you guys or record for you guys is supposed to be about relationships. I was actually, I'm actually planning on, I'm still planning on doing it. I'm going to do it for you guys. Um, I'm just trying to end this not on such an angry note. <laughs> and also that way you guys aren't concerned about me <laughs> because I know a lot of the things that we talk about. Did I give a trigger warning? <laughs> I didn't give a trigger warning. Trigger warning, guys. <laughs> I'll, I'll insert a trigger warning and it might sound weird, but... Anyway, so I the episode I'm going to record for you guys, which at this point, hopefully it's the next, it should be the next episode. If it's not the next episode, the next episode I'm going to record for you guys is about self-care, <laughs> as, I wanted to, as I planned on doing today. Um, but anyway, yeah, though, I had those two episodes planned out um, for you guys. So if this is ep audio episode number seven, that means I have three more audio episodes to record. Okay, so that means two of them are going to be, um, well, one of the two of them are going to be on relationships, and the other is going to be on self-care, and I'm not sure about the, what the last one is going to be about yet. Hopefully, I don't have to come to you guys with another one of these depressed or very frustrated uh, episodes, because I don't fucking like to be dealing with this shit. I don't fucking like doing this shit. You know, like, ugh, this shit's annoying. Like, it is. It is so, it is so annoying. It is so ungodly annoying especially when i think about my future that like obviously god i'm i'm so angry my vision is blurry jesus christ when i think about the future that like is so close like i guess like i said i am involuntarily getting separated from from the fucking military regardless of what i want to do or not it's, it's happening, you know, like, what will happen when I have a job and shit for me just hits the fan completely and I just can't be like, yo, I need 10 minutes or I already took a break and I need to do this or whatever the case, you know, or, or fuck, I need to go to the goddamn emergency room. Like, and... Oh, what, what's going to happen when I'm in college and I'm triggered in the same exact way as today? You know, in class with the same type of dudes, like, like those two dudes. It could be those two kind of, it could be dudes that look like me. It could be whatever. What's, what, what, what can I do if I'm not better with this, with this shit? Like, I know I don't need to rush this, but it is so scary to look into like and I and that's one that's another reason why I don't want to look that far, but it feels so close that I need to be thinking about, you know, just those things. I, I'm thinking about moving all the time and 
and college and you know job and get a new place I, I have to be thinking about that because it is coming soon so i need to be preparing my life and my mind for that shit but along with preparing my mind enough for all that's just that's all that stuff like all like this stuff is still happening and it's not like every so often where i can man it's it's so constant and so annoying so what do i do when i have to be at work when i have to be at school when i have to go and interact with people when i have to do these things like what do i i i will not have the ability and the time like when i have homework and i can't just mindlessly play like call of duty to keep my mind off of stuff like when i am dealing with these things and now i can't sleep and so because i'm having nightmares and all this other stuff but now i'm exhausted and i'm like falling asleep all late at like eight o'clock in the morning and i need to be in class at like 10 like what is gonna happen what do i do like how do i deal it's something I guess like I really need to keep my mind off of for right now, but at the same time, like it is still pressing on my brain, you know. But anyway, I I'm all right. Like I said, I'm I'm I'm, I'm I, like I said, I feel a lot better. I'm going to go and take a nap or something for a little bit, and then do some more production of this stuff. I really hope you guys have enjoyed the the season thus far. It's been very rewarding for me to to do. And like I just I could not be more appreciative of the people in my life who agreed to, you know, share their life, you know, with me and, and take this next portion of the journey. And um to all you guys, uh I mean obviously because I'm recording this ahead of time, I don't know how much we're growing. Um, but if we are growing right now, when the day I'm feminist, we have thirteen subscribers on YouTube, which I'm not really too concerned about um like subscriber counts as much right now um because mostly i prefer you know um you guys to go through the website but it's fine if you do go through youtube i'm okay, i'm completely okay with that um you know eventually the goal is to get to a thousand subscribers because once you do that and we have i think like four hundred thousand watt hours of watch time then youtube start youtube starts paying us and we can use that money for good things like donating and funds and events and all those kinds of things um so that's eventually the goal that's not the goal now but for you know anybody who is new to the channel within like the last few months thanks um like you guys' support and viewership goes a long way probably a lot longer than a lot of you guys know probably a lot longer than i know um so i'm just i'm very grateful for just all the people i have in my life um, i'm grateful for my and look <laughs> a lot of times i'm okay i'm trust me guys i am if if i am suicidal the first thing i'm going to do is go to the hospital okay and i know this might sound like <laughs> like one of those goodbye notes that pe certain people do like i love you guys thanks for this and thanks for that and i'm so appreciative of this and all that because i did it before i did it <laughs> a year ago i yes i did it a year ago and yeah uh that that turned out bad very 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 badly very quickly because somebody uh kind of pushed me overboard and i was like well screw it it's time but anyway um 
I'm all right. You guys will see me in the next episode for sure. Um, like I said, I'm just going to take a nap and try and get my mind off of this stuff. I'll probably, yeah, just, you know, hang out with my baby girl and my baby boy. And I hope you guys do have a good week. And if there's anything that I said today that you guys can uh, relate to, please, please, please just put it in the comments or in the forum or, or whatever. And thumbs up. If you if you get me, I I think I think I need that you know, I think I actually need it, um, right about now. But thank you guys for listening. If you made it all the way to the end of this, I'm sorry again, mom. If you did end up watching listening to this, uh, <laughs> and uh, I I'll try and keep my language uh, to a minimum. Forthcoming, upcoming, forwardly. Whatever the word is, y'all have a good day. I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. It's better to be heartless in today's society than it is to have a heart to begin with. Because nowadays, you're so much more likely to be hurt, you know, with the way things are. With, I mean, take people our age, for example. You know, I granted I'm a couple years older than you, but most people our age nowadays, they're only in it for one thing, a relationship for one thing. And as soon as the bigger, better thing comes along, they're going to throw you away like you're yesterday's trash. And you're going to be sitting there wondering, you know, you're going to be sitting over here on your couch for days or weeks or even wondering no, I mean. what, why you weren't good enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and it's better to be heartless. And I live by a very simple rule when it comes to certain, when it comes to people, everybody is expendable, including my own flesh and blood.